Well, over the course of close to 40 episodes of the Honky Tonk Time Machine now, we've been very fortunate to be joined by some amazing singers and songwriters. And tonight's guest has to rank near the top, especially when you consider the songwriting mixed in with the performing aspect. Bill Vassar is on the show with us tonight. Bill, thanks so much for being a part of it. We're excited to have you. Thanks, Glenn. Honky Tonk Time Machine. I like it. That's a good name. I like that. Catchy, right? <laughs> it's really catchy. Honky Tonk Time Machine. I like it. Well, it makes me want to sing something. You can sing all you want, Phil. I'm not going to hold you back. <laughs> How are you doing, my brother? You doing good? We're doing good. Uh, how about you? We were just talking a little bit off the air. You know, it's uh, it's kind of a tough time for musicians right now. Well, I know, man. We're ready to get back to work. I know. I think it's uh, it's getting a little bit silly. So we're, we're, we're all like, <laughs> all right, you know what? You guys have had your time. Now let's get on with our lives a little bit. So anyway, but we'll hopefully hopefully we'll be back on the road and uh, and and uh, touring again soon, seeing everybody on the road. I miss it. You know, I miss you know, you never really realize how much you, uh, you know, you miss your job until until you don't have it anymore. <laughs> you know? What have you been doing to fill your time since this has been going on? Well, you know, we've been doing songs from the cellar. I, I mean, I still have my TV stuff. I'm doing a lot of that, which is uh, which is good. You know, we have the new show on Circle Network, and we just uh, season two just came out, and so we're doing that kind of stuff. I'm doing some writing and and uh, recording, and and you know, I'm actually getting to hang out with my daughters, which is a lot of fun. I think they're probably sick of it by now. They're like, Dad, uh, <laughs> their whole lives have been, I've been gone. So they're just, uh, they're kind of looking at me going, uh, are you going back on tour anytime soon, Dad? <laughs> I mean, I love you and all, but this is, uh, you know, I'm good. How old are they now? Well, my daughter's a senior in college, Haley. And my other daughter's a junior in high school. So we're still <laughs> in the thick of it with that little squirt. But <laughs> Anyway, but it's great. I have loved, uh, you know what I've really loved? I've, I've embraced my time time off i haven't had it in a long long time i've been on tour for 20 straight years and so it's, maybe it was time to you know to uh stop and smell the roses a little bit so but they smell great now i'm ready to tour if there was a bright spot in all of this is it did allow us to kind of uh spend some more time with the people we love the, the problem is we, we've spent a lot of time with those people we love <laughs> <laughs> well you know i think uh I think what do they say? Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. <laughs> it can be. So anyway, but it is great. I, I like I said, I do love it, and I love being home. And I tell you one thing, my house has never looked so good and been so clean. Um, <laughs> good. But it's uh, but it's been great, Glenn. I mean, it's uh, but I mean, we're already talking. I just uh, talking about next year, and I think everybody's just kind of ready to ready to move on and and uh, you know get on with the. Get on with the next chapter of our lives. Well, tonight, Phil, we're going to break down your career a little bit. We're going to talk a lot about the songs that you recorded yourself, but I also want to hear from you about the songs that you wrote for some other artists. We're going to get into all that, but let's start at the very beginning. Doing my research on you, I learned that you were born in Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah. What was that like, and what kind of musical influence was there there growing up in Lynchburg? Well, you know what? It was interesting. Great music. Great music. Um, uh, you know, the Statler Brothers are from right down the street. Some really good, um, good, you know, so, I mean, I've kind of grew up in music anyway, um, but I mean, you think of the difference. It's, I mean, Virginia's a really neat uh, place because it's uh, there's a lot of bluegrass, but there's a lot of uh, R&B, you know, Jason Mraz and, and uh, my buddy, is, uh, you know, Pharrell, people like that. There's, so you talk about, talk about a real different, you know, diff different uh, culture, Roy Clark, you know, and um, so I, I just loved it. There's a lot of mountains and there's a beach, so. Um, East Coast wise, it was uh, a lot of beach music and a lot of bluegrass. So I, I really, you know, had a lot of great music around me all the time. My dad was in music, and my, 
you know, my sisters, both of them are love music. So we had so much country music, rock music, R&B. We had so many different influences. I think it was really good for me as a, as a writer. Really is a crossroads out there. So what, uh, what was your biggest influence, would you say? You know, you know what, man, you, you know, you grew up, of course, Jerry Falwell was my neighbor. So it really? was a, uh, you know, so we were, uh, you know, we, you grew up in the middle of that. It's, a, it's a sort of the Bible Belt stuff, but, but you always, you know, you also, you know, I was, I grew up listening to, you know, my dad loved George Jones. My dad loved um, Stevie Wonder. My dad, so, I mean, I had so many great influences and I, as I started cutting my teeth, I loved it. I loved singer songwriters, the Lennon and McCartney's and Don Henley and Glenn Fry and of course, Elton John, Billy Joel, Jackson Brown, Tom Petty, Willie Nelson. I mean, my very first concert was, uh, was the Merle Haggard. So there you go. So it's, uh, I really, really had a great, great, I mean, I even, you know, think about Eddie Van Halen just passed away. And, and of course I was a huge Van Halen fan. Um, you know, so I loved, um, so, so many different kinds of music. I think it was really, really good for me. It was very fertile music, music ground, you know? Glad you brought up Eddie. I was so sad to hear that. Just another in the, in the line of amazing musicians that we've lost this year. Where would you rank Eddie as far as great guitar players? Well, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think as far as innovator, he, he's probably up there. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, Les Paul himself. I mean, people like him. And then you look at Eddie Van Halen and, of course, Stevie Ray Vaughan may be my favorite, I think, um, of all time. And, you know, of course, I got, I got to meet um, all these guys, all of them, and uh, I've gotten to meet them all. And, uh, and uh, just, uh, you know, it's a, it's a real loss. I mean, so of course, as a, as a songwriter, you know, and, and, uh, but I tell you, Stevie Ray Vaughan, when I saw that guy, I was just like, holy smoke. <laughs> I mean, and Eddie, too. I mean, Eddie was, uh, Van Halen was one of my very first concerts, and, so, like I said, I always wanted to be. Uh, I saw Merle Haggard and Van Halen like in the same month. Um, I was like, I wanted to be David Lee Roth and Merle Haggard at the same time. So it's pretty cool. Well, it's it's cool you mentioned that because you can kind of hear the different influences in your music. You know, it doesn't really sound like you're married to one style of thing. That you'll you'll try some different things. We talked about mm-hmm. masters of the guitar. You seem to master the piano. When did you get into to piano playing? Well, you know, when I heard Easy Like Sunday Morning by Lionel Richie and the and Commodores, I was just like, okay, all right, <laughs> well, I got to learn how to play piano. So I literally sat down. I was in high school, and, and I and I and we were storing this piano in my basement. It was a night an eighteen sixties piano, and of course, it wasn't in tune or anything, but. I went down there and I said, man, I'm going to learn. I played football and, you know, did track in college and all that stuff. And so I was an athlete, but, but I, between two a days, I would go down and I would mess around uh, with that piano. And I, I just, I fell in love with it. And, and uh, so I kind of kept it, you know, uh, on the down low, you know, being a football player and a piano player was always, uh, <laughs> you know, it was a little, it was a little touch and go, but, uh, but it ended up being a really cool thing. So that sounds a lot like the lyrics of American Child. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is the theme of it. You know, and it really, really was. I mean, we were we didn't grow up uh, with anything. We were, uh, you know, that's what I love. Always loved. I've always loved about this country is you can always grow up to be anything you want to be. And I don't care what anybody says. You know, color, creed, race, sexuality, whatever. You really can. You know, and and um, man, I. I don't understand a lot of what's going on. I really, really don't. I'm, I don't want to get political, but I'm just saying, you know, we do live in an amazing place. And, you know, I just, uh, um, I hate that people are trying to destroy it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Let's just hope they don't because it's a really, America will, will come, will stand on, uh, on its own, I think at some point and, and we're, we're fine. But I tell you, it's, uh, 
it's really an amazing place where guys like me who grew up very, very, very poor can, uh, can decide what they want to do with their life and learn how to play piano, work hard, and uh, write songs for a living. So it's a pretty good place. Yeah, you just said it yourself. You're a great example of what hard work and determination can do no matter where you start out at. You started from the bottom, and you scratched and clawed your way to the top, which leads me to my next question of just how did you end up in Nashville, Tennessee, from Lynchburg, Virginia? You know what, Glenn? It was uh, it was New York, L.A., or Nashville for me. And, you know, I visited New York, and uh, it was cold. <laughs> And L.A.'s great. <laughs> it's, the weather's great, but I never could quite figure it out. Na- Nashville um, just seemed like home. I mean, I'm telling you, the moment I pulled into this town uh, a long, long time ago, I felt like I was home. I was home, and, and I never I never left. Uh, I never went back. I never um, – you know, I, of course, I still see my family, and I go back home for that. And I, I do my um, – I have a, an, uh, an orphanage, a girl's home called the Miller Home there that we support. And so I go there every year, twice a year to do my golf tournament and my little concert for that, to raise money for them. But I um, talk to my mom and my sister every day. And, uh, but it's, uh, it's home. Nashville's home now. And this is where I've raised my daughters and, and um, make my living. And I I love it. I'm so blessed to be here. So I guess you you got a publishing contract before you got a record deal, right? Uh, I guess uh, EMI hired you to to write songs. Is that basically what happened? I did. I did. I wrote for EMI and, and, you know, for, and then um, it was, uh, it was a life-changing experience, you know, because I'd been here a long time, but nobody really, really um, got what I did. Of course, being a piano player in Nashville, they looked at me like I was from Pluto, you know, or something. Um, so it was always a different thing. You know, there was, you need to play guitar, wear a hat. That's what everybody does here. I'm like, that's right. That's what everybody does. And I don't want to do what everybody does. So it being different is never a good thing. Usually it seems like, um, ultimately it is. And, you know, once I started playing, you know, of course I met Garth and, and Kenny and Chesney, Tim McGraw, all these guys, of course, these, we were all sort of in the same little, um, you know, group, same, same bunch. And, um, you know, Jody Messina and a lot of those people like that and Faith. And so once they started hearing my songs, you know, the label was out of it. The labels hated my music. They were like, I hate, they hated Little Red Rodeo. They hated I'm All Right. They hated all this stuff. My next 30 years, they hated it. Nobody wants to hear about that. I'm like, okay, all right. Wow. Well, but, the, but the artists were um, uh, were strong enough on their own merit. They could, they could get through. So like, I'm going to cut the song whether you like it or not. And they did, and they became massive hits right so they were like oh man you're great you know <laughs> so anyway they're just uh, we got a lot of that in Nashville. um a lot of people that have big jobs that have um absolutely no idea what they're doing <laughs> yeah it seems like it's it's good to be different but if you're going to be different you got to stick with it and and keep hammering it or else because you're not going to get in the door right away well you're not and i think you just have to be persistent i had my own I'd opened my own bar, my own uh, place to play, my own restaurant, and I and I and it was just one of those things that just really took off, and and it was you couldn't get in to see us play, and I had a great band, and, and I mean Colin Ray would come in and sing, and Jody Messina or or Craig Wiseman, one of my dear friends, is a songwriter and a great drummer, and so any of the players would come in and play with us, and 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 uh it was just became the thing tommy lasorda would come into the place the coaches for the cowboys or whoever was in nashville would come to to uh, to my bar to my place because it was the place where you would go and uh and hear you know music and and um and it just kind of became the thing and then you know once 
um, once all that happened, seriously, it sort of sort of took off. And then I was writing, you know, too. And and um, once I said, like I said, once like once Tim and and Alan Jackson and all those guys started cutting my songs and Kenny, and it was just like, you know, things just took off. 